0: and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers.
1: Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Hi, everyone. I'm excited about today because we're going to kick it off talking about angels again for a moment. You know, angels are still active in the earth. They're active in the Bible. And they really tell us, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. We want to prepare our hearts for Christmas. Really, your heart is the most important thing that you have to guard, you know, where your treasure is. That's where your heart will also be. We, we see Mary again and again, giving her heart to the Lord and saying, I want to be willing. I want to be available. What's the assignment? Thank you for your favor. Isn't she wonderful that today we, you know, we want to talk about the shepherds we want to talk about the good news. We want to talk about the angels, all the wonderful things at Christmas time. There's so many details in the scripture and there's so much in there. We don't want to pass over any of it because all of this prepares our heart for the real reason, for the season which is honoring our Lord spending time in his presence being willing being available listening for his assignments uh, looking for the wonder in the earth the ways that he moves the things that he's doing God is so good and this is a time when the light of the world has come listen in to this lesson and then one more Matthew 18 10 and this is in the passion translation be careful that you do, this is Jesus. Be careful you do not corrupt one of these little ones. He's talking about you know, not causing little ones to sin. For I can sh- assure you that in heaven, each of their guardian angels always sees the face of my father. That's so cool. So children have a guardian angel. I, I just challenge you, maybe the angels might stick out to you this year as you prepare your Christmas heart. So, let's see. Also, good news and salvation is promised. There's hope, right? You know, I have a friend named Kelly, and she'll go through every drive-thru, and as she pays her bill, she'll say, have you heard the good news? And they say, no, what? And she said, Jesus has come. And they're like, oh, okay. And she's like, he really loves you. (laughs) I love being with this friend Kelly because she is so excited about her faith everywhere she goes and it just bubbles over, and she just shares it with everyone. I I think sometimes the good news of Christmas, the good news of salvation that's been promised to us in this verse, in this passage, we are holding that truth. And we have to be willing to share it. And the shepherds were willing to share it. And we're going to look at that in a second. But I I think sometimes it comes in packages when you're not really thinking about it. You may not even be feeling up to it or feeling ready for it. But I know for me, I was recently, I met another breast cancer patient, lovely lady. And uh, she just blurted out her whole heart, her whole story. She said, no one on earth understands any of this, but I knew you would. And isn't that the truth? You know, if someone else has been through a divorce and you've been through a divorce or someone else has been through, uh, you know, uh, losing a parent and you've been through. And so here, here we were, and she just shared this. And I said, oh, man, yeah, I'm so sorry. And, you know, we were commiserating together. And as I'm listening to her story she says, but I have to tell you something. I, I'm thinking, the whole time, I'm thinking, okay, when do I tell her about the Lord? <laughs> when do I, because we're, we're, you know, she's telling a pit of a story here, and I, ha- I may never see her again, and I have to get Jesus in there. And I, this is me. D- you can do this as well. Pray. You're praying in your heart. You're praying in your spirit as you're smiling and having a conversation with someone. So I, that's what I'm praying. Lord, how do I put you into this? And then she tells me this. She says, but I have hope. And I said, you do? And she said, yes. And I said, well, tell me about your hope. And she said, I'm a new Christian. I said, you're kidding me. She said, well, I was afraid to die. And so uh, my best friend said, well, I'm going to take you to church. And we went to this tiny country church. And I accepted Christ. And I have hope. And she said, no, I have to leave because i got to go there and help them set up for Christmas. And so she was in a hurry. And I was like, wow. So... She told me, she said, pray, because my husband doesn't have that hope yet, and he's very depressed. She said, I really should be the one depressed, <laughs> but he's the one. And I just saw freshly how that hope was just infused into her. And this was an opportunity just to talk about the good news and talk about salvation. And you're, gonna, you're going to have those opportunities and just show that excitement, So we know the shepherds, back to those guys, they were watching, but they also listened. And that's what I mean. When you read your Bible, listen as you're reading. Sit down and and say, Lord, I'm listening. I want you to lead me in this passage. Um, Praises went up. And then this is what else I love about the shepherds. They hurried and they traveled. So they made a sacrifice. And then they witnessed It it was really like a revival, wasn't it? They witnessed the Christ child, and then they came back and they shared it. You wouldn't necessarily think of shepherds as the evangelistic type or as the sharing type, but they did. They really did. And so don't mark it off of your list that you're going to be vocal for the Lord because he may give you an assignment to be vocal for him. So that's where the shepherds but I love that they hurried and there is an urgency that God will put in your heart if it's an assignment from him or if it's something he wants you to see or if it's something he wants you to do so we want to be sensitive to that. There's we're going to see another hurry because Mary also hurried and you might not think of Mary as a hurrier But she hurried and we're going to see that in a little while But the shepherds hurried and so god might say to you Hurry up and read your bible and then your day got away with you and you forgot now. It's now. It's nine at night You're too tired, right or he might say, you know Hurry up and go talk to that person or go share with that person or do this or do that or don't but if he says to hurry don't delay you need to go back to the last instruction the Lord gave you and see if you obeyed it. I love the shepherds were obedient. So we long to encounter Jesus and anticipate his presence in our lives, and then we have a Christmas heart. God was with Mary, and he is with you. He's living inside your heart. He's guiding you with his spirit. He is our hope and peace. So this Christmas, you have to ask yourself, do you believe? Do you believe that God is Emmanuel? Do you believe that he is with you? Do you believe that? That is a Christmas heart. A Christmas heart believes. So here's a little sentence prayer. I love sentence prayers. I put them throughout the Christmas heart book because it is a very tight time frame. The season is busy. But if you can take sentence prayers and pray them throughout your day, they will transform your life. So here's a sentence prayer, and let's say it. Out loud together, it is Jesus, I treasure you. Ready? Say it again. Jesus, I treasure you. What kind of treasures do you have in your life? You know, the treasures that are just things are going to disappear quickly. But true treasures are going to last a lifetime. Real treasures are going to last through eternity. I think about, I have a box. I have a little pink box that has uh, packed with love letters from Doyle. <laughs> My kids one day are going to be like, ah, gag. <laughs> um, and he wrote, we wrote these back and forth uh, when he lived in Boston. So that's a treasure. And uh, all the times we've moved, everybody knows, don't forget the pink box. That's a treasure I have. Uh, we have one of the actual purple hearts. My grandfather had two purple hearts um, in World War II in a bronze star. So we have the bronze star. We don't know what happened to the other purple heart. And it's like, oh, I wish we had it. it was a treasure, right? So the one we have, we have framed it. That's a treasure. Uh, what about Doyle's grandfather's Bible? Now that's a treasure, and everybody wants it, right? Every If if you could get the copy of Grandpa Davidson's Bible, oh, man, that's a real treasure. And that's why you want to have a hard copy Bible that you put some notes in and some things in because it's a treasure, that you get to pass along to somebody. And so the phone is great, and the computer is great, but you do need at least one in your lifetime hard copy Bible so you have a treasure to pass on to your family. So I love Mary because she treasured. And in Luke 1, 1, 8, or one thirty eight, she said, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me... Oh, I, I'm ahead of myself, sorry. She's in Luke 2.19, but Mary treasured up All these things and pondered them in her heart what was she treasuring she's treasuring that whole passage that I just read you she's treasuring the shepherds she's treasuring that they came she's treasuring that they saw the baby that's the birth of the baby in that context those are some of the things that she was treasuring and that they then they went back and spread the word about the hope of Jesus So she was sentimental. She's one to think deeply. You have to ask yourself, you know, when you do notes, and I didn't do a great job of it because I'm not a good note putter together, but usually you're supposed to leave a ton of white space. I didn't do that. But you're supposed to. You know why? So that people can think. And if you have some white space on your note paper, you have space to write your own thoughts and your own notes. Or if you get a graphic postcard, it should have some space Otherwise, it's too cluttered. So ask yourself this question. To ponder is to have time to think. Do you ever take time to think? To treasure and ponder. Uh, a friend of mine had a big rock in his backyard, and that was his spot to think. And he would go sit on that rock. I have another friend, the one, the good news friend. She has a, she has a place, she calls it the jetty. In Florida that she goes to think and I'm like well that must be nice we could all think right there You know looking out over the ocean, right? But she goes there quite often to think just to think What about do do you have a spot? Mine is weird. It's trees. I I, since I was a child. I've climbed trees I, I like to be under a tree in a tree around a tree But I can think I just I don't know I can sit there and I like to think But what are you going to think about? You need to think about the Lord. You need to think about his word. You need to think about his word to you. Think about the questions that you have for him. Think about the direction that he's giving you to your life. That Mary was, she was a thinker. Mary was a thinker. And I hope today that you will take some time and ponder and treasure and think about the things of God. Take a scripture And just simmer on it like a warm cup of cider on a Christmas season day. I hope you will do that today because God wants to speak to you. We give him time and space and we listen to him. That's how we prepare our heart for Christmas. Hey, if you want a copy of a Christmas cart, I have a book, A Christmas Heart Devotional. I'll give you a copy for a donation of any amount. You can go to my website jennifer-jackson.org that's right jennifer-jackson.org a donation of any amount for a Christmas heart book well you are listening to Simply for Women